It's time for everybody's favorite show about the great state of Utah. It's the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, free defender of all that is woman, Jeremy, the daddest of dads, Jessica, producer extraordinaire, and Chris, pretend radio leader of the show. I'm convinced I'm still not going to change that because of my laziness. (laughs) So we'll have it in front of the email. I don't know. I really should re-record it. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll do that sometime when I have time. I still have to fix your website. Uh, yeah. I need to work on it. It's just so tough. I'm a pretty busy guy. Yep. Pay me. Can't talk away from the microphone guest. I just, I had to turn that down a little bit. It was a little loud for me. Uh... So, um, I was actually, cause I was getting all my tax stuff together, did not do a whole lot in my personal private business this last year. <laughs> uh, this last year? Yeah. I suppose I'm going to post like a loss on it for 2019. I don't know. We'll see. I don't do my own taxes for a reason. I, I would be posting probably a loss or pretty close to a loss. Um, I might make like 10 bucks or something, but I'm keeping the business cause I do, I, I do enough 1099 work. Yeah. Well, you have in the past, and who knows what next next year yeah, bring in. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Uh, so some cool stuff from my current employer, who I'm very happy uh, with. Um, so um, I don't know that I'll be leaving them anytime soon, but I do a lot of private consulting work. Um, sometimes it rains, and sometimes it's dry because I don't have enough time to actually invest time to, to do it. So, But now that things are settling down, maybe I'll, maybe I'll have some more time. Uh, We'll see. That's neither here nor there. It's episode uh, 197 of the new Top Podcast. We are so close to 200. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, I'm really afraid that our monumental episodes are going to be at the wrong time. Because <laughs> uh, Bree and I are taking a trip out of the country for a week and a half. Nope. You'll be back just in time. Just in time? Yep. So actually, Tuesday that you get back. That's 208. That one is four years. Yep. 208, 208 episodes. That's really close. Just a couple months away. It's, it's crazy. It's cray, know, huh? cray. cray, cray it goes cray, fast cray, when you live on calendars. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, you know, it's, Once I started doing like a daily log at work on, on, a, on a calendar, not for this, but for actual work, like... For the real world. It just went so fast. Yeah. I, basically, my life revolves around my week view on my Outlook and my phone's day view. The month is non-existent in my world most of the time. That's I that. work 90 days out. So, yeah. I'm already working on June. Yeah. I didn't turn you off. Yeah. Yeah, I am kind of quiet. Maybe I'm just whispering. No, I bet the cat set his butt down on your uh, fader because it was turned down pretty low. Try now. He doesn't like to listen to me. Oh, see, that's way better. Um, fade to black. Uh, I don't know what's going on this week. <laughs> Look, I had, we, we have. Cuban sandwiches is what's happening this week. Okay, we can talk about that. So my brain's a little mush, so I apologize to the listeners. Uh, today was our, our big monthly meeting that breaks me um, because it's it's just a lot of really difficult decision making and thought. Um, but. Let's talk about what happened last week. So last week, um, as you know, um, we don't do any of our own content. So um, 
at work. Uh, <laughs> so apparently, Paige, my my employee, Paige, told me that her Instagram followers actually look forward to our monthly thing because she posts pictures of all the stuff that we get uh. on Instagram. And I suppose, I suppose, I could do it since I talk about it every month. I should yeah. add our Instagram to my Instagram on my phone. Um, I think there's. Some, I don't have it on there. It's just my Instagram. No, no podcast Instagram. And you can have both tied together, right? No. Oh, I thought you could. You can have like Instagram and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook tied together. Oh, I thought you could have like two Instagram accounts from the same Instagram device. I heard that somewhere. I don't know. I will find out. You'll have to look into that. But I could absolutely even take pictures and then post them some other way to Instagram. I don't know. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So my least favorite competition so far, um, by a long <laughs> shot, I'm not a fan of Cuban sandwiches, and here's why. Mustard is not a great condiment. Mustard is fine to cook with. Mustard is good in small quantities, but typically, like, straight mustard on a corn dog is disgusting. All you can taste is fucking yellow mustard. Same thing on a hot dog. Brie loves mustard dogs. We will go to Wiener Schnitzel, and Brie buys mustard dogs. That's her favorite thing there. I like mustard on a corn dog or a hot dog. But that's all you can taste. That's the problem. All I can taste is the overpowering vinegar. Why don't you just eat mustard? Why don't you just pour it in your hand and lick your hand off? <laughs> Get those packets to go. Yeah, just squeeze it right in your mouth if you like that <laughs> gross. That's like saying you like onions and so you should just eat an onion. Yeah, just pull it out of the... Uh, just... There's different kinds of mustard. Yeah, but usually Cubans are just straight yellow mustard. Yellow mustard, yes. The other part of a Cuban that's disgusting is pickles. They're an affront to humanity. Now, I will say this. I was pleasantly surprised on both fronts. Some of the sandwiches had a really good, like, the pickle flavor was there, but it wasn't in your face. Here's a giant fucking spear I just threw on a sandwich. There were some sandwiches like that, and we'll get to those. Uh, and there were some sandwiches that were like, oh, here's a gallon of fucking yellow mustard. Enjoy <laughs> your sandwich. It's a Cuban. So I'm going to talk about the sandwiches, and then I'll tell you who won. So first off, uh, I was really um, torn where I was going to go. Uh, I ended up going to Havana Eats, which is a local food truck that specializes in Cuban food, specifically Cubans. They do like a Cuban empanada and some Cuban food that's like pork and a rice bowl, you know, typical stuff. So I got a Cuban from there. Uh, their bread won, hands down, by the way. Everyone thought their bread was the best. But they were... Uh, an Are okay. they on like roll like rolls? No, Is that how they no, they're panini pressed and they're like oh. it's like a really good thick chewy bread. It was it was perfect texture bread for the sandwich because Cubans are also like shredded pork basically. Mm -hmm. uh, the cat's trying to participate in the show here. Uh, the <laughs> cat and the dog are playing. Yeah, uh, ham, uh, shredded pork, and Swiss cheese, and then mustard and pickles. That's a traditional Cuban. Sometimes it's like this weird breaded meat. Um, Anyway, uh, they, their, their big falter, in my opinion, was the mustard. Plain yellow mustard and a lot of it, like way too much. It overpowered the rest of the sandwich when you got a bite of it. Their pickle ratio was great though. So they had really good pickles. Um, uh, even Stevens, um, their sandwich was full of mayo and disgusting. <laughs> it was, mayo, huh? yeah, it was on like a hoagie. Uh, and it was mayo and that's just gross. Huh. The mayo was, there was so much mayo, like all of us thought the same thing. Also, it fell victim to giant fucking Vlasic pickle spear in the sandwich. 
that's <laughs> not good. I don't want to bite into half a cucumber that's been pickled. A quarter of a cucumber. Yeah, it's really not appealing to bite into that much of a pickle. The smaller, thinner pickles were, were definitely superb. Um, there was uh, Cuban empanadas from the Empanadas Plus One place, or Empanada Express is what it's called in Fort Union. They were really good. Uh, I don't think they got a lot of praise because they're an empanada, not a Cuban sandwich. So they weren't really like the the right mix of stuff, and there was no sauce. Huh. So it was like an avocado sauce on the side. Definitely not Cuban. Just because it has shredded pork and ham doesn't make it Cuban, in my opinion. Um, there was some other place that's pretty forgettable. We did go to Fillings and Emulsions and got the uh, Cuban sandwich ham pie uh, because they have a Cuban meat pie, which I think would have been better. But the Cuban sandwich ham pie was actually pretty good. It was the right ratio of everything. Uh, super flaky. I think that's where it fell apart is I actually don't think the bread piece was good enough. Uh, it was so fall apart that it, it couldn't, like, we couldn't really cut it. It, like, disintegrated when we started to cut it uh, for tasting. But it was good. I thought it was pretty tasty. It had a really good filling ratio, like meat to breading type ratio. The winner, though. Uh, which surprises me, was from The Break, this restaurant called The Break. Hmm. There's one up in Ogden, I think, and then one here in Salt Lake somewhere. Uh, but their sandwich, um, so it's a Cuban, but it had, uh, instead of mustard, it had a bourbon sauce that was a mustard-based bourbon sauce. Huh. So you still got the, the like, vinegary, mustardy flavor, but you got this really good, like, sweet, smoky bourbon flavor as well with it. It was fantastic. Nice. And it won. Like, it wasn't even close. Outside of the bread, that sandwich won everything else that we voted on. Like, we even tried to do an overall to try and maybe sneak someone else in. It wasn't happening. So <laughs> even Stevens makes a fantastic Cuban uh, for sure. So, just something everyone should know about. Not even Stevens. Not even the break. Stevens. <laughs> even Stevens makes a disgusting I was like, Wait Cuban. A minute. That was the worst. <laughs> it was so bad. So, how many people participated? Uh, this was a much more realistic one. So, one of the issues we have has been growing, which is fun in a way, but also disappointing because twelve people are much harder to harangue, uh, and also people are lazy. So, this was only six, and I think it was much better at six people. We had six different sandwiches to compare. Uh, the losing person should like have to leave for the next time (laughs) and then a new person can come in. So we just, we have to be more careful about who we invite every time. We don't want to be like super exclusive because it's fun and everyone likes to enjoy it, but also, you know, maybe they can start their own group. So winner chooses next month, right? Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure again what it is. We'll we'll see. It's there were a couple of options. We we definitely still are trying to do carne asada burritos, but we logistically is very difficult to do a taste test of carne asada burritos because they fall apart. Well, they're big. Like, how do you get the full bite of a burrito for six to eight people? Yeah, without fucking the entire burrito up. Cut them in half by yeah. three and just cut them in half. <laughs> If you only have six people, you have, yeah, six people. You have half a bur- You have three fucking burritos to try. That's yeah. so much food. That is a lot <laughs> of fucking food. Um, what the other one was like a eighteen dollar Cuban, and it's not even memorable enough for me to tell you who where it was from. I hmm. can't remember. It wasn't good, but the 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 break was was real. I would go back to the break. I don't like Cubans. Let me be clear. That was not a good lunch for me. Um. 
I did it anyway. I'm I just, proud of you. But that sandwich I would order from even Stevens and probably tell him nope. to leave the pickle. From the break. From the break. Sorry. Still not even Stevens is just a catchy fucking name. Their sandwich was not good, though. I would not go back there. <laughs> I will remember that place and not go back there. Uh, but I would go to the break and order that sandwich. I would go to the break just to order that sandwich. That's how good it was. Hmm. Cool. And probably tell him to leave off the pickles because fucking pickles are still gross. But that's okay. I'd eat your pickles for you. Yeah, you could you could have them. So anyway, that's the that's the Cuban update. So nice. go to the break, uh, try out their Cuban. And honestly, the Havana Eats was the next closest. Uh, where did you? Where were they at when you found them? Downtown. So they had only posted that they were gonna. We, I was disappointed. I wasn't gonna be able to go because they hadn't posted a Friday one yet, and they ended up at like still something Industries on like Third South and Gotcha Fifth East or something by Bree. So it was nice because I went there and then I stopped at Fillings and Emulsion to pick up theirs. And I'm also, a real Cuban. As a bonus, uh, I got to have some macarons. They're, like so the They're so they good. They also make a really good coffee there. Like it's probably one of my most favorite coffees in Salt Lake. Yeah, I would go there more if I was in that area. We did try in this quest to find a Cuban. Uh, my food mistress brought me um, uh, a Cubano from. Um, some place that makes tortas, some Mexican place. He said it's like El Mexicana or something. Uh-huh. And yeah. I was like, that's a bullshit name you just made up. No, that's no, actually the it's, name. It's, I think it's El Mexi- Mexicanese or something Me- like that. Yeah. 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 And it was okay. But here's here's the problem I had with it. One, they put refried beans on one side of the be- bread. Not a good texture with huh. the Cuban. It got really soggy really fast. The other side, they smashed avocado into it, which I'm sure if you like avocado is good. But also, so it was like two really like mushy, like soggy textures uh, so on top of bread. Yeah. And then you have the rest. Like the meat was really good, but the bread was so bad that it hmm. just took away from the sandwich. That doesn't so. sound good. Did it have good balance? No, not at all. Not at all. Did anyone else do anything fun last week? Got our chicks, baby chicks. Yeah, how are they doing? So far, so good. So, so this year, what I did, I've done it. I've had these totes that I've used in the past, but I saw a thing on Pinterest where you make it out of cardboard, <laughs> and then as they get bigger, you just keep adding to this little cardboard hotel. Oh, it's actually working. So, what I also did is I put uh, puppy pads down on the bottom. And we went to the dollar store and got some of uh, those cookie drying rack things. Uh-huh. So I put those over it so they so they can't just scratch up the puppy pad. They're called cooling racks. Cooling racks. So I put the cooling racks down and then I put uh, the shavings that I've been using in the chicken coop the last so while. So they can crap and pee and not rip up the things and you just replace them. Right. And, and so and so then all you do is just scoop up all the puppy pads and throw the whole thing away. That's pretty nice. So it's worked really well. So the way I... Like they're in your garage, right? Then so the garage for now. And then there's also there's it's like an L shape, and one of them. But if you put one into the big pin, the other chickens would just eat it. Oh, they'd kill it. Okay. In seconds. Can we? If you have one that's not looking so. This good. is not chicken fight club. <laughs> I'm not looking chicken. for a fight. Look, that baby's not putting up. A, I'm just saying, if you have one that's not looking so well, like a runt, like that, that looks like Wilbur. it's not gonna stop. make it. Just stop, like Wilbur. I just want to come over and see something. See okay? it happen. <laughs> well, I'm just with you. He's looking at me like I'm not gonna marry your ass. <laughs> so, so one half has two boxes stacked on top of each other with the heat lamp. Um put in it and then i can lower it and raise it as needed because as they get bigger which they get bigger really fast uh you keep uh 
bringing the light up and up and up. And then out in the in the chicken coop, I've built a smaller chicken area to put them in when I transition them. So at about six weeks, they sh- well six to seven weeks, they should be ready to go out. But same thing, if you put them right with the other chickens, they'll they'll just jack them up. They'll yeah. So what you want to do is you want to be able to put them in with the chickens, but not to get them. Out. It's like it's like when you put fish in a tank, you like especially keep, aggressive fish, you need to like keep a barrier between them right. for a little while, or you keep it in the bag, you got it in, and let it float in the water for a day or so to to transition. to acclimate. Yeah. Sort of sort of the same kind of thing. So I've got that all set up. So I do that with my poop. I like. Put put it in a bag, just, and then well, let it. I let it hang out in the toilet for a while so it can acclimate. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't go into shock. Bree's not having this. She's not on mic, but you should just see the look you she's giving me. You don't want it to go into shock. So um, the way that I do it, though, is uh, as the chicks get a little bit older they at IFA, they put them in a, in a separate area because for some reason that is beyond me people don't want the slightly bigger ones they want the tiny little chicks they want cute baby fluffy chicks which is oh speaking of cute chicks i cannot fucking find chicks and hens in all the easter candies out and it's driving ah. me bonkers we'll have to keep looking yeah it just started it just went just started i saw an empty box at walmart and i was really pissed i'll keep an eye out had one box and this like vast array of Brock's candy. Sorry, I'm off That's course right. here, but this vast array of Brock's candies at the Easter section in Walmart and one empty box of chicks. The and day hands. of Valentine's at Walmart, they were putting out the Easter stuff. Of course, dude. The, the day, day of, of Valentine's. They've skipped over another holiday entirely that we'll talk about. So, so, so <laughs> anyway, back to the chicks. So the ones that I got are already about three weeks old to begin with. Which why on earth would you, unless you cute. why would you like they're you got a high mortality rate probably in the younger yeah. ones too so there's a big sign right on the pen that says the advantages of buying them older yeah the much better mortality it's you know probably part of why they do that is because those are like the manager special chickens that they're trying to get rid of before they get too oh, big oh actually um Cal Ranch and American Fork ordered like four hundred and they got four thousand oh <laughs> and so they were doing buy one get four. <laughs> Oh, I wish I would have known that. I know, I didn't. It was, I saw it after That's you got hilarious. yours. How many chickens did you buy? A dozen. Uh, it was hilarious, though. I had to pay for three. It, but I know, that would have been saying, Jeremy, go buy a dozen more. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a dozen, and then with the eight that we've already got, that'll put us at 20, which is about where I want to yeah, be. You could be at 32. Knowing that at least two of my older ones are going to croak at any time. I'm fully aware of that. Um, I can tell you how to make them croak faster. Send Ebo out there. Yeah, just let them out and then put Ebo in the yard with yep. only two or three of them. Well, and time. I I told you a few, like a month ago, Rocky killed, killed one. one. Yeah, there what? you go. Yeah. Chicken Dog Fight Club. Oh. Chicken Dog Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so right that's my weekend. Down. So after, so we've only, let's see, we've only had them for like four or five days. They've almost doubled in size since we got them. They grow that fast. I, I remember in school, um, we had a, a biology lab, uh, and they did uh, stuff with chicks, right? Because there's a lot of stuff you can do because they grow so fast. Mm-hmm. But they pumped them full of steroids like they would on like a lot of farms and stuff. For meat chickens? Yeah, for meat chickens. And uh, to, to basically see how like growth hormone and shit like that affected them uh, for science. And, and they never ate them. Science! I don't, know, I don't know what they did with them after that, but these chickens were so fucked up looking. Like... I, every year, because they did it every year. So for four years, I saw this um, because I was a science nerd and always in the back areas where they had all this shit. Um, but they had legs that were like, I mean, their fucking legs were twice the size of the rest of their body. It looked it, like ridiculous because their legs were like so muscular and the rest of their bodies were so tiny. 
Well, and then meat chickens. Uh, typically, it's about six weeks is when they're ready for slaughter. They're so big that they start having heart attacks at that point. Yeah, because they're, they're they don't have. What like, about that big chicken that went viral? He's still alive. Yeah, he's not a meat chicken. Yeah. Did he, wait? Did he go viral chicken. because he was spreading like coronavirus or the no, bird flu? No, this was like a couple years ago. He's ginormous. He's oh, so he went viral huge. on the internet. He didn't yes, go no. viral like spreading <laughs> COVID. He didn't have a compromised okay. immune system. He wasn't over the age hey, of not sixty. All, look, not all birds that spread viruses have compromised immune systems. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. so yeah, chickens. That's what we did. Chickens. So, are your bees still alive after having snow and then a, war- a warm day and then snow? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't wanted to look because I haven't wanted to open things up. I hope so. Because it was like it was like forty five, fifty five, uh-huh. sixty, and then, and then snow Sunday morning. We and had, it wasn't like a dusting or like six inches like, at the we mall. We got like six inches. Yeah, like it was, and it was heavy. And I know, I knew it was going to snow, but I was like. I don't know. It's sixty degrees. Or is it just gonna rain? And no, it nope. was six inches of snow. Six inches. And then it's supposed to be sixty degrees again by this Friday. In fact, that same and then storm. Rain next week. Speaking of that storm, did you see the pile up on I eighty in Wyoming? Yeah, it, the road was shut down this morning. Still. Yeah, I've been on that road many times in the winter, even when there's not a storm, and been stuck in traffic for hours because semis jackknife there all the time because it's super windy and it's there's no protection there so it's just really high winds across the, the the high plains basically and blowing snow across the road and creating black ice but like you it should was always have protection when you're getting blown no no it's fine <laughs> i don't use protection when i'm getting blown <laughs> uh but it's that stretch of road is particularly nasty and gets closed a lot in the winter even when there's not a storm but it was a hundred plus vehicles and three people died like it was the carnage was like looking at some of that video, like as guys walking around, like, it looked like the road to Baghdad. Well, there, yeah, there's no, like, th- there's no visible cab of some of these semis. Mm-hmm. Like it's obliterated and you're like, what the fuck can do that to these tractors? Yeah. Especially when they're so big. Uh, Nashville got obliterated. Oh yeah. So I have people at work going to Nashville tomorrow for a big conference. Uh, my cousin lives just 20 minutes north of that area. And I texted, I usually wouldn't just because those areas are so big and the way that tornadoes move, like it could have been, you know, miles away. But I texted her this morning and she was like, she was like, it was so close. She was like last. And I don't think I, they have a tornado shelter like built into their house. And I don't think I've ever heard her say that she's been scared. (laughs) And she was like, last night was so scary. She said it wasn't close, but she said we had massive flooding here. And and so as the day just unfolded, it just got worse. So my friend that lives in Tennessee posted on the, one of those, I'm, I've got a, I'm safe, you know, flag things that you can do on like Facebook or whatever to let uh, everybody know that she was doing okay. So that was the first I saw. I was like, what, why is she posting this? This is weird. <laughs> yeah, it was... yeah. Also, they have a new soccer team. Do they? Yeah. And they do like, uh, af- after they score a goal. So there's different goal celebrations in different soccer stadiums. Um, like the Timbers, uh, there's Timber Joey actually cuts a piece of a big giant like log they have at the end, makes a disc. That is for like commemoration of the goal, and then they like brand into it like the the goal. The goal. They press a fucking record in the Nashville soccer stadium when they score. A they goal. do. Yes, that's rad. They press a fucking vinyl. 
That's is it like so Elvis cool. or something, or is it just their fight song or something? No, they just like press it with like their logo and stuff. That's pretty fucking That's really cool. cool. That's rad. That's so soccer. Uh, how did your game go? And you have your first home game coming up this weekend. Yeah, uh, first game against New York uh, this weekend at like noon, which is nice because it's gonna fucking snow again on Saturday night. I think. No, it's supposed to be sixty degrees on Saturday and turn into snow. Uh-uh. Yeah, it says on my phone in my weather app, it says it's going to turn to snow Saturday Clearly night. Clearly, you need to live in Eagle Mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember, weather vortex, rest of Utah. <laughs> no, we literally had nothing at all. I was, I was at the mall working on Sunday, and I got home at noon, bef- like in between shifts before I had to go back. There was nothing. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so the game was okay. We had a pretty shitty lineup because we have a bunch of injuries. Um, but Orlando wasn't good either, so it was a zero-zero draw. Real exciting game to watch. Um, but there so, were some other good games. So that was New York, or New York is coming up. New York's coming up. That was Orlando. Orlando. Okay. Uh, but New York, the first home. Orlando. <laughs> the first home game is is this Saturday at noon uh, against New York. So when Chris goes to Florida, he's going to Orlando, so he can see the news about a Florida man. I love you. I'm just hoping to not be a Florida man. To not man. be the Florida Uganda. man. <laughs> um, actually, so uh, Trump is speaking at the conference I'm going to on Monday now, they just announced. So that'll be interesting. That's so fun for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So New York Red Bulls is who we're going to be playing. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else is going on besides soccer games this weekend? You want to hear about my weekend? Yes. Oh, I. You, this you, is very important. Well, you you kind of talked. Okay, go. I didn't talk about you it. You excused at all, actually. yourself while I she was. About, <laughs> I, I don't know about this, but she was talking about Nashville. I just thought that's that was. That's her. We're just talking about the uh, just the weather, yeah. <laughs> just crazy weather. Since let you brought tell up you Wyoming, about, let me tell you about the weather. <laughs> We're fucking old. All of us. All of us in here are really old. <laughs> we just had a long conversation about the weather. No, so f- we're this close to watching the Weather Channel to go to bed. It's true. Just as like, I maybe someday the Weather fun. Channel will be like I used to. The Weather Channel will be like MTV, and they have shows. You know, <laughs> Dude, the Weather Channel is top notch when there's like Sometimes natural they have disasters. Cool, yeah, they have, and they have some cool like, like uh, giant winter, giant winter storms are like Stormwatch, hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, some producer guys like, oh, we live for this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, people are paying attention to us. Sorry, go ahead, Jess. Nope, you're good. I just wanted to say that on Friday, um, I was supposed to go up to Ogden to do uh, Ogden History Tours. It's uh, Jen and Matt with Dead History. Uh, I have started a tour group. I've, I've kind of mentioned it before. but So I was supposed to go up, and my friend canceled. And I was like, you know what? I'm already up here. And so Jen's like, you know what? People bought tickets, so we're doing the tours anyways. Just come up and just do them. And so they did, they just do it based on like what tickets sell. Like they don't just go and wait for people to show up. It's just whatever sells. And I'm sure that once summer starts, they're going to be so busy. So they have three different tours and I did, they're each an hour and which is perfect. You basically like walk from 24th, you do like a loop all the way down to the Union Station and then come back up. But so I was going to do the Ogden Untamed, which is about um, true crimes that happened in Ogden. Um, and what I learned is that there was a lot of really mentally unstable people that lived in Ogden <laughs> in the early 1900s. Um, 
then they do uh, the ghosts of Ogden, which, uh, they just, they start at the train station and they talk about the people, um, that have died in the area and the hauntings that are in each of the buildings. Um, and it was really cool because the people that were on the tour, they were, um, like young kids, probably like early twenties and, she would tell a story and the kid could like totally verify it. Like he'd been in the building and experienced something that was like some, like what she was talking about. It was really cool. Um, the one I didn't do is the electric alley, which goes behind 25th street. And that was basically like the road that all of the brothels were on. There's a lot of brothels in Ogden, <laughs> but these tours are 20 bucks and it's totally worth it for an hour. Like Jen and Matt, have done such a good job in their research. Um, I'm going, I'm going again this weekend since my friend didn't get to go. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just really, really cool and would be really something fun to do, um, for the spring and summer. So I will, I'll put a link to that. So it's kind of eventish, I guess. Yeah, cool. So I just, I got it wrong. I wanted to make sure. Um, so it's the man of the match in the Nashville games. Uh, they press a record with the sounds from their goal scoring. That's so cool. <laughs> so, like, I just put a video up here for you guys to look at. Like, they're actually uh, making their record amazing. with the broadcast recordings from the highlights that they're in and the goal scoring. And then who gets that? The man of the match. Whoever the man of the match is for the team. That's cool. The end of the match. It's pretty fucking awesome. That that is actually that, really rad, and it's like it is a Nashville thing, right? Like mm-hmm. that's a real right. like yeah. the, the the Portland thing is very much like a Pacific Northwest sure. logging thing, and record pressing is very Nashville. And what does the real do? They eat fry sauce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't eat Nothing. fry sauce because their concessions fucking blow. Every year, I I go with high hopes that the home game that we're gonna have concessions that they're gonna actually figure it out, but. They just fucking can't, man. They're horrible. They don't. They don't understand their 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 fan base. So, and we don't do anything. We just cheer. Yay! (laughs) I drink. I drink beer. Overpriced beer usually. Oh, sometimes Chris picks me up and like bounces me around. Yeah, when it's really exciting. That's about it. Okay, so you have a bunch of shit on here that's not soccer or. I um, do. Yes. Um. So. Hold on just a second. I just want to say that St. Patrick's Day is coming up. And so St. Patrick's Day is on Tuesday. Yeah, so, so they're doing the parade on Saturday. And and so just so everyone knows, that is the holiday that's before fucking Easter right. after Valentine's Day. That Which is every, super fun. Like seriously, every fucking store has forgotten and no one has St. Patrick's Day shit. So I, I have a message from... From our, our friend in Ireland, Peter, who, Aww. um, who we will be talking to. Peter the Irish leprechaun. Peter, yes. Um, so there is a local business by the name of Ruby Snap, as well as several others that keep hashtagging St. Patty's with two T's. And Patrick, and so Peter, Peter said that. He's Irish. That's why he's speaking with an accent. Yes. So Peter said it's Patty with two D's. Not patty. It's not a hamburger patty. Well, I think people think it's patty because it's Patrick. Patrick. It's wrong. But 
I, you would think in Utah we would be that fucking lazy to say patty because we can't fucking say cheese Oh, we say else. patty. Anyway, so I just wanted to make we that correction for everyone. Mountain. It's St. Patty's with two Ds. That's what an Irishman said. So St. Patrick's Day parades on the 14th. The 4th West Fest at Mount West Cider, also on the 14th. That goes from 11 to 6. It'll be the same as the last two years with food trucks, uh, some musicians, uh, games. It's super fun. Um, oh, you know why it's St. Patty versus St. Patty? No. So it goes back to the translation behind the original name. So Patrick is an English-made version of the Gaelic name Padrig. Or Padrig with a D. Oh, I like that. Interesting. Padrig. I'm gonna have a pet so I can name it. Is that like Padrig? Padrig. Mm-hmm. No, Padrig. So that's how you say it in Irish. Padrig. Paddy. That's Hashtag P A D D Y. Yeah. So oh. and also Padrig's a Harry Potter. Thing. You don't have to drink Guinness on St. Patrick's Day, but you should drink something like Killian's along that line. And yeah. don't drink green beer. Okay. Yeah. Don't. Oh yeah. Don't we we have to have our annual disclaimer. Don't drink green beer. And don't just go out. And, in fact, don't go to a bar. If just you're a self-respecting human, don't go to a fucking bar on St. Patrick's Day. My chair smells like peanut butter. Patrick's Day. Uh, that's probably because the peanut butter cog's somewhere near you. Oh. <laughs> oh, you keep it's smelling under, peanut butter. It's under the table. Uh, okay, so. Since we're doing workshops, I was thinking, like, who can I do? Because I've done a lot of the, like, really big companies that have, you know, that Park, Park, uh, Park City Culinary, Culinary. Institute, the uh, Clever Octopus, Harmons. Uh, but I forgot Caputo's. Caputo's does classes at their 15th and 15th location. Oh. And March 11th, they have a tasting, uh, it's Art of Distilling, uh, with Water Pocket. And, Interesting, because yeah. Water Pocket is the one that makes all the crazy stuff. Yeah, and so Alan goes up there. I don't know if um, Julie goes with him, but they teach about the art of distilling and the different types, and um, and I they've done it before. And so that class is not sold out, um, but you can go to caputos.com, and they have a link for their classes. They do sell out. Super fast. Um, they do some, actually they do some classes at their holiday and their downtown location. So after the 11th, it looks like the next one that is not sold out is on the 18th and that's a fortified wine tasting class. And then on the 24th, they have an oil and vinegar class that will be downtown. So I'll put a link to those. Not to be confused with piss and vinegar. Yes, not to be confused. <laughs> um, and also, since St. Patrick's Day is coming up, I thought it very important to mention Folk Hogan's dates. Um, yeah, because they, they have coming up so much on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> uh, well, not really, but also it, again, Hulk Hogan is our intro and outro music. So if you like the tune that we come into and leave to, that's Hulk Hogan. Go to their website and buy their stuff. And they're coming out with a new logo, a new merch, and it's really rad. So. Uh, the 14th, they will be at the Ice House, which is in Murray, off of State Street. Uh, the 17th, they'll be up at Funkin' Dive in Ogden. And then the 18th, they're playing at the Depot with the Young Dubliners. Oh, nice. That'd be a fun show yeah. to go to. I yeah. like the Young Dubliners. So that's all I've got. Excellent. Excellent. So the 4th West Fest thing. Yes. Do they do two a year? Am I crazy? They do one now and one in the fall, right? They always do one in like no, October. No, they do Fourth West Fest. They, they do October, an oh, October fest. Okay. I just I mean, always think it's call the it same Fourth thing. West I think they call it Fourth West Fest. I think they maybe. do one in the spring and one in the fall. You could be right. I'm not bitching. I love their cider. I'm just saying. I think it's two a year is what they do. 
Jeremy, what's on the calendar? All right. Oh, yeah. So calendar update. National day. day. I brought it to me this oh, week. My calendar today on my desk was worth mentioning. It said, I don't know why the fucking birds are so excited at 530 a.m. <laughs> I don't know what's so fucking exciting that birds are awake at 5 a.m. or something. It was great. That's awesome. All right. So we're starting with tomorrow, Wednesday the 4th. Bree, it's your day. It's grammar day. Yes. I am kind of a grammar Nazi. Very much so. I try not to be, though. It's also Hug How a G.I. Grammar. Day. It's what? what? Hug a G.I. Day, Marching Music Day, and Pound Cake Day. Mm. You get a pound cake French toast. You can take the marching music to Pound Town. <laughs> what? <laughs> and hug a G.I. at the same time. Yeah. That's, hey. Well, hey that's some hugging leads to Pound Town. Okay. Thursday the 5th. <laughs> Absinthe day, as in the beverage. Absinthe. One could hope. Oh, yeah. Absinthe. Oh, if you want absinthe, you can go to Holy Stone and buy some. Cheese doodle day. Oh. Gross. Hospitalists day. Oh, that's very nice. And multiple personality day. <laughs> <laughs> they should have more than one day for that. They probably do. Yeah, there's probably one in July, too, for the other personalities. All right. So then Friday, the 6th, dentist's day. Is there an I'm not, I'm not crazy day since there's a multiple personality? I haven't day? gotten there. I don't think that exists because nobody's not crazy. Dress day. Completely normal day. Dress in blue day. What day is dress in blue day? Friday. Employee appreciation this day. This Friday? This Friday. Mm. Employee. Is employee appreciation day on Saturday? That's on Friday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on this Friday, I think that I'm moving the former president of our company who should be like dead. Go into ahead. a smaller office because our company was just purchased by other people you. and the Have guy from downstairs <laughs> is moving upstairs into his office. Nice. I uh, have to open my office on Friday, so... It was like early. this last year where they had free chicken sandwich day on Sunday. And, oh, and yeah. Chick-fil-A Chick gave out all the coupons. Yeah. And then it opened on Sunday. Anyway, frozen food day, Oreo cookie day, and white chocolate cheesecake day. Okay. Saturday, be heard day. Cereal day. So I should. Yell. Why did you say it like that? Be heard. heard. You, like day? heard. Like H E A R D. Like I, I thought maybe heard. Like H. -E like an animal. H e a r d. Be heard. So like like an animal. Like, like not like an animal, but like. Yeah. So scream at the game is what I'm hearing. Okay. There you go. Cereal day and crown of roast. What pork kind day. of cereal day? Like cereal numbers or cereal, cereal like killer. in the bowl? Yeah, not curious. What's the last one? Crown of roast pork day. Mm, I've made one of those, but I don't know why the fuck I would make that on a random Saturday. Because it's Crown of Roast Pork Day? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Sunday, International Women's Day. Excellent. Because all of March is Women's Month. Oregon Day. I guess every state's going to get a day. Can I celebrate American women on International Women's Day, or is it strictly people not from the No, US? only international women. But isn't an American <laughs> woman international? I'm not no, sure how that works. Don't you know the other, song? Other countries will be celebrating us on your behalf. Haven't okay. you heard the song, American Woman? American Woman. That's the one. Do, 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 do. That's what I say. Okay. I don't know if there's an, an international woman song, is there? An American girl. I don't know. Should we look for You one? should Google that while I'm continuing. No. P Peanut Cluster Day. Oh, Bree, another day for you. Proofreading Day. There we go. And of I must course, be the most boring person in the world. I'm Grammar Day and proofreading day. <laughs> and daylight savings time. Oh, fuck. I forgot yes. about that. I wish we would. How do you forget about that? You have to fly out on that day, so we have to get up an extra hour early to throw you on a damn plane. That's true. That's true. But uh, I don't know. Okay. So Monday the 2nd is Barbie Day. I'm a Barbie girl. Oh, here we go. 
International Woman. So, wait, wait, wait. You said there's a Barbie Day? Barbie Day. So you need Barbie Girl. This song. That's what I was looking So Barbie Day. I love Aqua. Me too. I miss this band so much. They're Me so too. great. Crab Meat Day. Oh. Get over it, A little bit like real crab meat, not like yeah, imitation not crab meat. <laughs> oh, memories. Like in plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. I'm just me everywhere. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I might still have this CD at home. It's I'm pretty sure I've never heard this song in my life. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I don't, it was a good year. I don't really oh, like yeah. pop music. Aqua was fantastic. Came out like 98, I think, ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was a good year for music. Fucking, uh, who, uh, what was the, the, that was the year my oldest daughter the, was born. I was uh, Sugar Ray. To pop music. Was that? Yep. that was like massive one hit wonders. It was, Chumba um, Wumba Tub Thumping oh, was yeah. around then. Man, all the shitty one hits of the 90s. And the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> that was earlier, I think. All right. Get over it day. Meatball day. Ooh, a napping day. Ooh, that sounds like... What kind of... What day is that? That'd be Monday. Ah, I might... Mm. Don't think I'm going to get a nap in. That's a pretty fucking busy day at this conference for me. All right. And then next Tuesday, which takes us to our last sleep one. sleep during Trump. His blueberry popover day. Ooh. Mm. I could go for one of those, Jess. <laughs> like you want me to make you one? I mean, I'll be out of town, but when I get back, if there's one waiting for me that you cook, yeah. I don't. Mario Day. Yes. I should take the SNES. It's with a me, you Mario. Mm, pick your right. lunch day or pack your lunch. Sorry, pack your lunch day. Not gonna be doing that. Pack your lunch day. Not gonna be doing that. And Women and Girls HIV AIDS Awareness Day. Nice. Only for women and girls. Only. Well, since it is International Women's Day, that. Yeah, I thought you could only get AIDS if you were gay. No, uh, apparently only if you're a woman or a you're girl. You're so dumb. <laughs> That's a like, like total like 1980s thing. Oh, there are still people was... that fucking believe that. Of course there are. There are people that believe that they need to buy toilet paper and water to hide in their house from coronavirus. Fuck, have you tried to find toilet paper and water at McDon- McDonald's at Walmart? <laughs> No, that, like they'll seriously. My the, water is not going to run out. The 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 water is becoming hard to find. Like the big things of water and stuff are selling like hotcakes. No, I understand that. It's like the soap it's suddenly stupid. selling out. Did you not have soap at your house? Uh, they just people, didn't use it. People are afraid of the coronavirus, so they're mass shopping. Yet they're still taking the free samples. <laughs> Costco. One of the, one of the, <laughs> well, yeah, they're like, I'm, I'm getting That's some my, water. I have that on my phone. I actually just sent that to my cousin. Oh, I'm really? getting some yep. water from Costco. While I'm there, I'm going to go ahead and pick up yeah. the samples. I'm afraid of the coronavirus, but I'm going to get this free. Also, food. for everybody that's like making their own homemade so, yeah. sand sanitizers, in order for it to work, it has to be like 60%. Like there are regular, saw- there are regulations that like, Actually, they're make making it, work. it at home, like out of pee or what? And I just probably vinegar. If you ever <laughs> look, let me tell pee? you, how if, did you come with pee? Is it sanitized? It look, is a sanitizer. You, if you've ever fucking checked out what the hippies clean with, it's vinegar. It's like vinegar what? and water, and it makes their houses smell like shit. I. It's fucking horrible. It smells like the what are those chips? Vinegar and salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar chips. Also, I will say this: most of those people are also anti-vaxxers, so hopefully they die. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Watching that fucking pandemic series, I'm not done with it because I, I have to give myself like two days worth of break because people are so goddamn stupid. They're fucking idiots. They're in these meetings, like in these town halls, like, oh, well, it should be our choice whether philosophically if our kids should get vaccinated and they shouldn't be punished for it. And then you hear like these fucking people whose kid has like cancer and she's like, he doesn't have a choice. He has fucking cancer. And now I can't send him to school because he's immunocompromised. And your stupid fucking ass decided your kid doesn't need to be vaccinated because you don't believe vaccinations work or give your child autism. And I only think you think that because you actually have an IQ of 15. <laughs> <sighs> I wish you'd get an anti-vaxxer on the show, Jess. I'd really like to talk to one in depth. I think that I know a lot of really like level headed people that I don't even think the people that I know know anyone. It's, I, I could ask around though for you. It is, it is. <laughs> even, like even the hippies I, uh, truthfully, even the hippies I know that do like the vinegar cleaning shit, which I still think is disgusting. Just fucking get cleaners. I don't, I don't care. They don't even, they're not even anti-vaxxers. They're, they're not stupid. Vinegar works good to get. I water use vinegar out the as my spot remover yeah, and my dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> there are people that literally only clean with like water and vinegar. That is true. A newspaper. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> anyway, sorry. If you was... have anti vaxxer on, I'm not going to be on the show because I'm too angry these days. And I don't think I could be nice. Yeah. Sometimes I question if I'd be able to be nice to like if Greg Hughes came on because he did. He was going to come on. He might still. It will be difficult conversation. I don't know. I find that even intelligent people, like if they don't share viewpoints, they're a lot easier to talk to. I don't think an anti-vaxxer would be a person I could talk to. Like, I don't think I could have an actual conversation with our president <laughs> because I think he is legitimately that. Is stupid. he on the list to be on the show, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. We couldn't afford his public speaking <laughs> after the presidency. Uh, okay. So, um, I'd be in jail anyway. I think if I got close enough to him, I'd probably just throttle him. Speaking of uh, the presidency, uh, today is Super Tuesday as we're recording this. Um, hopefully you voted, um, because by the time you hear this, the vote will be over uh, for the primary. We talked about it at I length. Um, oh, yeah. You didn't go. Oh, you couldn't. Could you not go in because time to drive all the way back home? Oh. I thought because you had back. the mail in and something, and no. Oh no, I didn't do that in time. But let me tell but you, but I could have voted today in the Democratic, if being unaffiliated. Yeah. The 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 primary, um, four hundred forty two thousand votes have already uh, been cast. Um, in Utah, it's a record. A record. That's thirty percent of active voters. That was as of two fifteen today. Yep. Uh, the highest turnout for a standalone presidential primary in Utah had been two thousand and eight. When we had 428,400 people vote. So uh, the percentage was a little bit higher, um, but uh, I think that it that that is as of 2 o'clock today. And in 2016, only 250,000 Utahns voted in the presidential primary. Blech, I can't speak. <laughs> it, was, it was also a different kind of system. So just, but that tells you people are motivated to vote. And guess where there's not a primary? Lots of places. No, no, no. <laughs> the Republican Party doesn't have a presidential primary. That is, that is four hundred and forty-two thousand people voting in the Democratic primary in right. the state of Utah. 
33% of this state is voting in the Democratic primary. If we have that many people voting in the Democratic primary, that tells... We should have 33% of our representatives if, be Democrat. If all of those fucking people vote in the general, guess what? I don't think there are enough Republicans that typically turn out to vote to beat them. I think we could seriously turn the tide... Utah is becoming more progressive and it's going to take years, but this is the kind of thing like, don't just sit on your laurels here. If your candidate didn't, doesn't win, don't not vote. Right. You need to go out to the general and you need to vote because that kind of voter turnout, this is democratic voter turnout or independent voter turnout that has decided they want to vote in the democratic primary and has made that conscious decision. Jess is lazy and didn't make the conscious decision on. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> no, no, but there are people like Jess that I know Jess is going to go vote in, in the general election. I will. But she didn't even cast her vote. And I know Jess, even though she's independent, is primarily a liberal. Um, but that's just like those numbers are insane to me. Well, and I know that there's a lot of really frustrated people that voted early that their candidates have now. I'm one of them. Uh, gone out. But at the same time, there were a lot of great articles today that talked about that because you can't take it back. You can't be like, no. oh, well, I'm going to vote for somebody else. But you still did your civic duty and it's still important that you did that. And that, that is the danger of a mail-in ballot. And if, if that's something you're worried about, then wait. Especially you can, in a primary. You that's... can go to the polls on a primary day and that's part of why Super Tuesday is such a big deal. The other danger of the mail-in, and did you see, uh, it, it was earlier today, I saw a post about it that all of these moms with their sons on missions are voting for their sons, signing it, mailing it in. That's voter fraud. It, it is. is. You can go to prison for that. But they're uh, just thinking, oh, he's not here. I'll vote for him. So just <laughs> just so you know, Democratic primary, uh, Bernie Sanders in the state of Texas is winning right now. And Bloomberg got America Samoa. Woo. I wish that he would just go away. So, he yeah. is like Democratic Trump. He could buy my vote and pay off my student loans. <laughs> Just saying. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious. We'll have to kind of look around. Um, but that this this is really the Bernie uh, Biden um, vote. So it looks like Bernie's got Nevada. Bernie's got New Hampshire and Vermont. Uh, it looks like Biden Biden's winning in uh, the Carolinas, Virginia, and Alabama right now. Um, but we still have big votes in California and Texas and stuff like that, like I said. Well, um, and how uh, the it just closed here in Utah, but but yeah, the, there's a well. Does it close at six or six thirty? Uh, I don't remember. My my point is, um, like, it doesn't really do us a lot of good to kind of talk tonight. Right. But the big part of this is we're probably going to beat a two or three candidates. I don't think. I bet Bloomberg sticks around just because he spent so goddamn much money. Um, but we'll probably be down to two or three real serious candidates. Uh, and depending on how the vote goes, it might be one. Bernie or Biden, if they get enough states, if they get enough of the electoral votes between California and Texas, there's a good chance it's just done and we have a candidate. And the faster that happens, the better the Democrats' chance of winning because they can start going after Trump and stop bickering. Right. Well, and then they don't split the vote. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Then they can work on having, and it's not just the vote, it's the, it's the money. Then they don't split the campaign fundraising. Then the campaign fundraising and the Democratic Party all focuses in on one candidate and one running partner and 
it ends up being a, a good scenario for us. So, uh, anyway, so, uh, we talked a lot about Super Tuesday the other, like, last week, I think. Yeah. Uh, and so with, with Daisy Thomas, uh, so it's, it's really important that, uh, if you care about it, um, you probably should have voted. It's too late now. So, but vote in the general. It's really important. Uh, a little bit different, um, a little bit different kind of show today. So we're gonna do some fun stuff. Um, so can we talk? We about, always do fun stuff. I know, but we're gonna we're, we're gonna spend some fun time talking about dinosaurs today. Uh, but we're gonna <laughs> do a couple other them. things first. Um, I do want to talk about COVID nineteen. Um, so I've gotten. I'm going to Hims next week, uh, which is a big uh, IT conference for health. Is it health information management system something symposium bullshit? I don't remember what the SS. I don't either, for. but I used to. It's for a ship, a health information management ship, the SS Hims. Um, <laughs> not write, like Mormon. Hymns. I'm gonna write that. No, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not singing Kumbaya. Um, although, like I said, Trump's gonna be there, so who knows what's gonna happen? Um, McDonald's for everyone. I. So, speaking of COVID and Trump, because Trump's a dumbass, I've gotten two emails uh, in the last couple of days about the virus. It is now a handshake-free conference. Um, they have encouraged elbow people bumps. to elbow bump um, and wash your fucking hands. Um, I have people at my office being like, uh, how are we going to quarantine him for 14 days after he gets back from Orlando and from India? Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> I am watching the coronavirus in India very closely. Um, part of our decision to fly through the countries we're flying through was to avoid Singapore and Hong Kong entirely, um, just just as a precaution. We're going through France. Wait, um, wait. Oui, oui. <laughs> That's French. So hopefully the Italians don't spread the plague across all of Europe, though it looks like they might. Um because the Catholics all dip their hands in the same water when they walk in. I'm churches. surprised they haven't issued the thing yet. Because when the swine flu broke out, they actually took away. They um, really should the sharing of the cup, and they they took away all that. Now, I believe right now because of Lent, all holy water dipping is gone. But I'm not positive. Bree's not a very good Catholic these days. <laughs> yeah, but I, I have. Con- so what would uh, so I'm going to ask you this because my cousin posed because I'm going on a trip in two weeks, and my cousin who is the wife of a doctor said, "Hey, uh, what like what do you feel about this? Like, what would make you decide not to go?" Uh, so for me, not much. Uh, to Orlando, probably nothing. Uh, to India, if they're having a massive pro- because here's the difference in America, we have really good sanitation systems, um, really good air filtration, water filtration. That's not necessarily the case in a lot of parts of India. Um, now, where we're going in India, absolutely they do. Um, but uh, if there was like a massive outbreak in India, I'm not convinced that it would be a good idea to go because the exposure, the chance of exposure and the chance of getting quarantined would quarantined. be really high. So I'm not, I'm not overly concerned about getting it because... N- and I don't think any of us in this room should be just for the fact that we're all fairly healthy. We're not immunocompromised. And so like it would just be, cold. yeah, it'd be like getting the flu. Um, but it's the, it's the quarantine part. Like if we go to an area that's got an outbreak and we end up being quarantined for two weeks, like that, that sucks balls. That, that hotel in Italy. Did you hear about that just recently? That I didn't read about that. It's like a four or five star hotel. So nice hotel. They shut it down and everybody's locked in. Yeah, uh, which it goes. Look, that was a 
the, what they did with the cruise ship was a fucking horrible idea. Shutting down a hotel is not much better because you have recirculated air in that building. Like, okay, so we have a case here in Salt Lake Valley that's been brought in. There at IMC, IMC has a specific isolation ward designed it's a, for... It's a negative value room yeah. where the, the air is all completely contained within its, its own... It's completely encompassed and separated out for infectious disease. And he was one of the guys off the cruise Yeah, ship. he was, but he, I believe he got released... Yeah, because he was, he was, he yeah. turned out to be okay. He didn't catch it here, unlike some of the other states. So our state right now is indicated as a COVID-19 state, but only because that guy was transferred here. So, and then he was transferred home. And then you have to test negative three times right now in a 24 hour or 48 hour, something like that. And you have to have the right test because they realized that they were actually not, a lot of places weren't testing for it, that there were only like 14. So it's more like a respiratory. Yeah. Disease so, than so it's it's more similar flu. to like a SARS. Um, yeah. It is a cold virus. Or the, MERS. The coronavirus is the same type of virus as the common cold or MERS or SARS. Um, but so look, coronavirus is particularly fatal. Uh, right now, it looks like a 2% fatality rate. Which, which is, is actually pretty high. That's really yeah, fucking high, high for this kind of a virus. It's the same kind of mortality rate. Uh, or effective mortality to flu, which is elderly people and children, uh, and immunocompromised people are particularly susceptible to dying. But it is, it is much more nasty than your typical cold. Uh, um, go read about it and be informed, but read. From like the CDC. Yeah, yeah which is the stuff that I printed out. Don't read us. your Twitter. Our kids' pediatrician sent out a message to all the parents, like, clearing up a whole lot oh, of stuff. Oh, isn't that cute? You still have kids with a pediatrician. <laughs> but, so, look, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you the, the things that you need to know. Even if you're traveling, wash your fucking hands. Don't push your hands into your face. Like, a lot of people have a habit of, like, I am a biting, bad on, too. Face biting on your nails, touching your face. That's the kind of shit that's going to get you sick. If I'm you, thinking about wearing a mask just because it reminds me not to touch not my to face. Touch face. Not because I think it's going to stop anything, but if I take my hand up to my face, it's going oh, to did you see stop on, that contact. on Wish that they're selling masks yeah. so you can get them with the coronavirus already, already in them included. Because yeah. it's coming from China. <laughs> um, don't hoard masks, by the way. And really, you don't need a mask unless, right. unless you're you, sick or think Or you sick. have a, like, a severe compromise yeah. system anyways. Or you're And it should be an worker. N95 mask anyway not just your surgical mask because the other ones aren't really going to stop because the coronavirus is really, like i said really if i wear a mask it's mostly just going to be because it's a huge reminder to me not to touch my damn face while i'm but, going through the airport but but look the, the big thing is wash your hands don't if you're really concerned about it you're going to be in a conference sneeze into your elbow don't shake hands with cough people. into your elbow too. cough into your elbow if you're going to have something to eat Wash your fucking hands first. It, also, don't be a dick to Asian people. Yeah, don't be Wait, fucking what? racist. People are being dicks to Asian people. Oh, so, if you guys want to watch something uh, that's really good about this, uh, last week tonight, there are which, a lot of people being beaten up because they're Asian. Last week tonight with John Oliver, I think it was last week's episode talked about the coronavirus. Maybe it was this week's episode, um, but. The very first thing he said is, don't be racist. Yep. Like, it's not their fucking fault that they're Asian. Yeah, Asia is really a, a big hotspot for it right now. But guess what? So is Iran. Iran's but, probably one of the worst. And yeah, Italy. the hell. Well, it, but it, start, it started over there. Yeah, so. And I was talking to my cousin about this, and she brought something 
like, cause when her sister asked me, I was a little bit like, you're weird for asking me this, but, um, also Hong Kong is severely overpopulated and densely populated. So as yeah, quickly so as it spreads, right. So as quickly as it spreads, like you're not going to see that here, which is why they had to take the measures that they did and why so many people got it but and you know, people die. Where you will see it. So this is, this is like the cruise ship. Right. So the reason why cruise ships and norovirus have such association, right, is because cruise ships are a place where you have 4,000 people in one small location with a bunch of recirculated air. And people that don't wash their hands. And cruise ships are required by law, by, by U.S. law, to report any cases of norovirus that occur on their ships so they get sensationalized. But you know where a better chance of you catching norovirus are? Because it's fucking everywhere. The goddamn airplane. Or when you go to a convention. Well, but, airplanes turn over every couple hours. But you know why you don't hear about a breakout from an airplane or a breakout from a convention? Because there's an incubation period. And that's one of the big questions with coronavirus. Incubates for 14 days. So if you get coronavirus the day after you come back from, like, if I go, I go to Orlando next week, I come back and I'm feeling sick on Sunday, guess what I'm not going to think I have? Coronavirus. You know why? Because it takes longer than seven days to gestate in my body and actually show symptoms. Now, if I get sick like a week and a half after I get back, I might be concerned. So it's just things like that. But people, you know, it's like people are like, oh, I threw up last night. It must have been what I ate for lunch. No, that's not food poisoning, you dipshit. Food poisoning hits you in a fucking hour. If you got sick, it is not what you ate for lunch. It's something else in your system. Yeah. So it's just educate yourself. Um, anyway. Don't don't be fear mongering. And it's if, like, that's if you're so not dumb. sure or whatever, and you're totally scared, just don't. Also, the warm weather of April is not going to kill the <laughs> fucking virus, people. <laughs> it's not a question what? of, it's not a question of, of if this virus will spread. It, it's when and how big. It's going to happen. Uh, the fear is it's going to be similar to the Spanish flu of the Well, and I think it's probably going to end up happening in the fall because more than likely it will fall off a little bit as weather warms up just because you just have fewer in the northern colds hemisphere. and stuff. Right. But then the fall comes and it usually comes back with a huge vengeance because everybody's kind of forgotten that they need to wash their hands and stop licking people's faces <laughs> there's probably not going to be a vaccine they're probably eight to ten months out from even oh no the one. president three says days. yeah they yeah. got one in three days already <laughs> this is why i cannot I wait to hear you need to record his thing at him so i, I know what he's one i don't know how to I, look the hymns conference is like forty thousand fucking people there's no way all of them are going to be able to see him speak yeah but you'd be able to hear him I don't need to see him. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if I can handle listening to him for any length of time because he is so. You know what would be funny is if like the room was half full because people are like, oh, it no. Won't be. It's a fucking medical conference. It's going to have a bunch of fucking people. Anyway. Um, okay. So enough about, uh, sickies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do, uh, we're going to do 22 stories from 2019 that's going to make you say, oh, Utah. Oh, Utah. And then we're going to talk about dinosaurs, which we, I don't, like when I, when I like stumbled across dinosaurs today and went into my little rabbit hole, I was like, I don't think we've ever really talked about them on the show. We've mentioned like Dinosaur National Monument once or twice, but not any kind of depth. So I'm excited for this topic. But anyway, first. So I know, I know that we're already a little bit into the year, but I found this and thought it was funny. So it just highlights some of the stupid 
things that happened last year, like the LDS mil- millionaire looking for his wife. I forgot about that. Yep. So billboards were posted all over Salt Lake about an LDS millionaire looking for his wife. So all of these ladies showed up to the event. They were all given jewelry of some sort, but the guy never showed up and he never came out and said who he was. Yeah, because why would you? <laughs> maybe he's maybe he was like behind the the one way mirror and he saw who. It showed just up. said a group of twenty women. That's not very many. Maybe he saw he shut up and changed his mind. Mitt Romney revealed he had a Twitter alias. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, who cares, dude? Like, that wasn't that great. But Mitt Romney's dumb. Birthday candles. Mitt's this is also candles. a Romney. They this took out t- one at a time out of the Twinkies. You don't remember that? Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> took out one at a time and made a little pile of them. <laughs> <laughs> he admitted to another human being that his favorite meat is dog. What? Hot dogs. It it's hot dogs. It's weird. So uh, the I don't even remember this being a story. The so storm the church vault. So when the Area 51 stuff was going on, apparently there was a group of Utahns that decided to. They were uh, going to do the same thing at the church vault up in Co- Little Cottonwood Canyon. <laughs> did they do? What's the run? The that you have the Naruto run. I wonder if they did that. Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, DABC versus low alcohol beer. So we talked at length about this. So Senate Bill 132 allowed higher alcohol mm. beer in restaurants and grocery stores. And then uh, New Year's Day, uh, the 21-year-old who was the first to be arrested was actually from Wyoming. Oh, for the DUI threshold? Uh-huh. The Here in Salt Lake, driving back to Wyoming was the first person. That's funny. Busted on it. The first Starbucks in Provo last year. Yep. So that's a story because, because Provo it's super Mormon. It's Provo. Home of BYU. Maybe. Well, people that aren't from Utah maybe don't understand Provo. If you want, like, stereotypical Utah, there's two places to go. Provo, where you get all the super Mormon people and, like, the super Mormon culture around BYU. And then Kanab, where all the polygamists live. It's true. And, and Mike Noel. <laughs> no one wants to talk to him. No, but the polygamists, they, they're definitely down there. The lewdness lawsuit. Did you hear about that one? So the lady. Oh, yeah. The lady and her husband had been insulating, and so she took off her shirt because the insulation was making her itchy, and her stepchildren saw. And so. Oh, yeah. And she told them, you know, not to worry about it, not a big thing. And then the, the mom made a big deal about it. And then child services uh, got involved and then she got arrested and then she went to court over lewdness. So they're, they're actually challenging this based on constitutionality that the lewdness law is discriminatory against women. So that's. So I think it was it Colorado or, or somewhere they've, they've said you, you can't say that women can't go topless yeah, yeah it's so, in colorado and that's that that is being challenged still in the courts today so that's, so that's actually the there is an updated article about this as of february 25th her or the topless one the woman the topless woman okay who has been who's facing charges um she was initially charged with three counts of Class A misdemeanor lewdness involving a child accused of exposing her breasts to her stepchildren. Mm-hmm. Um, she could be put on the sex offender registry for 10 years if she's convicted. Um, hold on just a second. So Tuesday, so last Tuesday, without have been the end of February, um, they resolved her case by admitting to one charge of Class B misdemeanor lewdness. 
She didn't admit in plea agreement documents to any crimes. Lame. So it's not going to yeah. go any further now. I just, I think that's so dumb. Welcome like, to the court system in Utah. That's, it's just a petty, you want her charged? Petty. I want him to go to court and I want that shit to get overturned via Supreme Court or for the rapist to say it's fine, that it's different. Uh, Brent Kavanaugh, by the way, if you don't know who I'm referring to when I say the rapist, that's Brent <laughs> Kavanaugh, Supreme Court Justice Brent Kavanaugh, the rapist. Uh, the, uh, there was a pickup basketball game, church ball in the state of Utah that went all the way up to, uh, Utah Supreme Court to, to have a ruling because of, uh, um, basically one dude, uh, in a bad church ball game, um, the court had to say reaching and swiping at the ball during a basketball game are parts of the game. And if you engage in the game, you know that that's going to happen and you can't fucking sue someone because you got hurt when they did a normal game thing. Uh, uh, but this guy sued. Yeah. And he lost and the Supreme court said you're a fucking retard. So, um, the swimsuit advertisement down in Utah County, um, there was that swim, swimwear company down there. (laughs) Uh, a lot of people did not like the, uh, (laughs) the advertisement, um, the Riverton City Council, uh, Jeremy, uh, they passed a resolution establishing yeah. the community as a sanctuary city, uh, where <laughs> <laughs> the belief that life begins the moment of conception and that every baby is welcome in Riverton. <laughs> so, so boy. ladies, if you don't want your baby, have uh, it and then just go throw it in Riverton and apparently they'll take care of it. Uh, leave the state of Utah because I'm pretty sure the house is going to pass the anti-abortion law. And the Senate already passed it, so keep that in mind. Um, There'll be lawsuits. So th- this is per- yeah, but we have rapist on the Supreme Court now. Th- True. This is pertinent, by the way. Senator Mike Lee with his image of Ronald Reagan on a Velociraptor. I know, <laughs> and he did the big long filibuster <laughs> speech because he's an idiot. Uh, the Senate floor speech was was something else there, that's for sure. Um, let's see what else is in here. I don't think we're going to go through all of these. Um, the voter fraud issue. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, that, that's right there where the moms are signing, are, are voting for their kids. Yeah. Um, also, remember the girl who applied at their oh, own yeah. college? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she she thought so. she was applying in like like Southern Louisiana. Georgia or Louisiana yep. or something and applied for SLCC. For SLCC, yep. That was a thing we talked about. Um, let's see. I don't know. I'm just kind of flipping through here i don't really care that much anymore uh, i'm just trying to find like we talked about most of this as yeah. it happened actually um like the bison thing we talked a little bit about the bison well, i think i think mike lee's mike lee's ronald reagan on the velociraptor is a good is a good segue yeah it is a good segue because okay so look utah is known for a lot of things one of the things that utah is known for that we've never really talked about um, but if you're in the uh, paleontology world, isn't that the study? Yes. Uh, if you like, when I was little, I wanted to be a paleontologist. If you like looking at rocks with old bones in them, um, then Utah might be a good state for you. Um, Just don't have Indiana Jones come out to your site. No, he will fuck he'll it up. It. He will destroy it. Honestly, <laughs> Indiana don't, Jones doesn't care about dinosaurs. Yeah, he doesn't care about dinosaurs. Unless they he's belong treasure. in a museum. He's a he's an archaeologist, not a paleontologist. There's True. a difference. I honestly, let's be real. He's not an archaeologist. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> he's a treasure hunter. <laughs> uh, he would be a grave robber. Many would say. Um, 
But paleontology, uh, the study of dinosaur fossils or ancient fossils, essentially, um, that's a big deal in Utah because Utah has a metric fuck ton. That's a real measurement, by the way. I mean, that's it's true. a lot of dinosaur stuff. Yep. Um, so it, it's interesting. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about a lot of them. So, um, Utah is part of this really big chunk of uh, the North American continent that basically encompasses like New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, um, uh, Colorado, uh, Wyoming, down into Arizona, yeah, New Mexico, New Mexico, Arizona, some some Nevada. Um, where there's like you think of it now, that's all basically desert, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. It's at one point was covered by a giant lake beds um, and was home to massive numbers of dinosaurs. And they have tons of fossilized dinosaur remains. Uh, and Utah in particular has a whole bunch of tracks, uh, dinosaur tracks, which tells us about, you know, kind of. Because our they, dry climate. Yeah, where they lived and how, how they did stuff. You know, Utah was very swampy in a, a lot of times. Um, so anyway, so. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there about dinosaurs in Utah. Um, I was just going to say this. The first uh, information that we have is from Utah.com, and I use them a lot for our one things. They have a freaking awesome website. Yeah, if you go to Utah.com, they have a whole section on dinosaur stuff, uh, and and they've got like um, links, links to, to links all to links. the different <laughs> places. So there's like there's a more than a dozen places that you can go. Um, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about these in, in just a little bit. Um, but we can talk a, a little bit about dinosaur history if you guys want first. Yeah. Does that dinosaur? What did you say? Sorry. I was putting my headphones back on dinosaur, dinosaur history. Ah. Um, so look, I'm not going to get into the really nerdy shit like the, the, um, Paleozoic or Mesozoic or Cenozoic or the Triassic, Jurassic, Crustacean or whatever the hell it is. Crustastic, crusty-tastic. <laughs> crusty-tastic. What you need to know yeah. is Utah is home to, for some of these periods, a lot of tracks, and there weren't a lot of fossils. There's a lot of fossils in, like, New Mexico and Arizona. Um, but Utah had some pretty unique stuff. So Lake Bonneville was massive, massive. And that's, you know, the Great Salt Lake is the remnants of Lake Bonneville. Uh, and so that was a big, in theory, feeding ground for dinosaurs. So there's a lot of vegetation there was a lot of swampland so we have giant coal mines coal mines are absolutely hotbeds for um activity like that because coal is formed basically from the fauna or the plants during the different jurassic periods during the different dinosaur periods let's just call them dinosaur periods and that doesn't mean (laughs) roughly 230 million years ago dino the dinosaur period I think I've told you this before that my ex-husband thinks that dinosaurs were lived on other planets yes. and that when the Mormon God created this planet and he squished it together, that's where the dinosaurs were like transformers. <laughs> yeah, kind of. So, uh, uh, dinosaur Jesus, um, <laughs> <laughs> that down. uh well, but dino periods is what we're going to refer to this as. Perfect. So uh, the egg, so in East central Utah, which is out in Vernal, um, the Cleveland Lloyd Dinosaur Quarry is, it's, it says it's only one of many important dinosaur quarries in a 150 million year old rock unit known as the Morrison Formation, um, which is exposed yeah, throughout the Intermountain West. And it's out at Dinosaur National Monument. Um, they have part of it like covered, um, in a building. You can go in and you can touch the bones, but they, they found 
like over 2,000 dinosaur bones in the cliffs out, out there. Yeah, so the piece that they have like in the visitor center, so Dinosaur National Monument is actually what Joseph's talking about. Yes. There are 70 individual dinosaurs, uh, two-thirds of them being carnivores, uh, are in this chunk that's exposed and in the visitor center that you can actually see, which is really fucking unbelievable. And there's a lot of dinosaur museums all over the Intermountain region because of this. Morrison Formation was what I was trying to think of the thing, though. So I'm I glad you. you found that name. You got um, it. But so the the queer the query the quarry that you're talking about, mm-hmm. they have unearthed so many dinosaurs, like really good skeletons. They're all over the U.S. actually, uh, in in museums all over the world, even. Yep. And so they what, first had them back in um, Pennsylvania, I think, in Philadelphia. Or Pittsburgh. I don't remember, but it was in Philadelphia. I don't have a really good memory, but I do remember seeing that when I was out (laughs) at the the museum. (laughs) Uh, And so, actually, as a result of the the discoveries, and and in particular the Allosaurus, um, because there's so many good Allosauruses uh, that have been found here, um, that's actually the state dinosaur. Uh, And that's actually a fitting state item. Versus a fucking handgun. The first dinosaur that was found in Utah was discovered during an 1859 U.S. Army Corps uh, topographical engineer's expedition. That's rad. The the Chinle Foundation is uh, the one that's in Arizona, northern New Mexico, and southern Utah. And it has a whole bunch of petrified wood. Um, so like the Petrified National park in northern arizona is part of that chinley formation so that's another really big formation in the state of utah um and that's the one where that's mostly tracks most of the dinosaurs in that formation are actually down in like new mexico uh at least the fossils that they found so far so the cleveland lloyd dinosaur quarry is actually 30 miles south of price in emory county and then the second one is the quarry that's at Dinosaur National Which Monument. is up by Vernal on the border Correct. of Colorado. Yes, and there's the, yep. The one in St. George that is relatively new as far as all the dinosaur stuff goes. Yeah, yeah. That one, for Utah, that's really, really new. Um, and then there's the Wingate Formation, uh, which is uh, a bunch of dinosaur track sites, and that's over by Moab and Grand Junction. Uh, and there's a, a the they call them the Navajo track sites uh, out there. That's a, a bunch of stuff on I think Navajo land, essentially, uh, a bunch of tracks. Um, it's like this this she, so this I don't remember where this article was from. I think it's from the Utah Museum of History or something. Um, it's a really good article. It's like seven pages. It's of Dinosaurs stuff. of Utah. It's a really good article if you want to go read about the history of dinosaurs and where each of them come from and, and the way things are. But like the coal beds, what I was saying is, were. uh, the, the, the coal beds, I didn't realize this, but some of the coal mines down in like central and southern Utah, when, when you go into them, there are dinosaur tracks on the ceiling of the coal mine. So as you go underground, huh. There's actually tracks that they you can see visibly on the ceiling where they have uh, That's created way this. cool. Yeah, that would be really cool to go see, I think. Does she need to go out? No, she's trying oh. to get the cat. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. So she hasn't yeah, she hasn't I would have taken care of it. She hasn't had a guest break yet, so and she didn't go to day camp today. So she's a little rambunctious. But anyway, some really cool stuff. So because Utah has 
so much dinosaur shit. Uh, there are, um, okay. it's funny because this list says 13 and I think there's actually okay. 15. I think it says 12 on the original publication, Five, but it's been 10. updated. Like there's a place in, um, basically in Utah County. Um, there was a heyday where because dinosaurs were like the thing, there were like dinosaur monument things erected everywhere. And so, like, down in Utah County, there's, like, a you whole bunch Thanksgiving of... Thanksgiving Point? Not just Thanksgiving Point. Like, down by Provo and stuff and Price. Oh. There's a whole bunch of, like, dinosaur statues in places. There's that one in Ogden. Yeah, at every Sinclair station. Okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that counts. The Sinclair dinosaur... Maybe that's dinosaur... He's my, he's my, that, he's my favorite, because they that always dinosaur, dress him up. Is that dinosaur Jesus? Yeah, So the is. Sinclair dino is dinosaur Jesus? Bronchiosaurus. Uh, so, okay. So, let's, let's, uh, let's go through 15... Um, dinosaur places, because I think this is really interesting. So, um, Parowan Dinosaur Tracks. So, in Parowan, um, that's where two Spanish brothers started that town, by the way. Oh, yeah. I remember when we did the, the city name stuff. <laughs> the Parowans. Um, <laughs> so, when you head out to the Parowan Petroglyphs, uh, you can actually see some dinosaur tracks, and they actually have markers next to, like, some of the rock formations and stuff that those appear on uh, that are really cool. So, what you talked about this, yeah. The St. George one. Um, so Johnson Farm. Johnson Farm is where they've discovered some more stuff. Um, and that's actually the newest one. And it's uh, a working site, so that's cool. So it's a it, it's a real farm, and they were really out there farming, and they stumbled across the first set of tracks. So they stopped what they were doing. They got a hold of, I think, the University of Utah originally. They came down to start looking started looking at it and realized that there was a lot Could there. Could you imagine finding that? That is so freaking rad. Just out there doing your thing. Tilling, Tilling the garden. Doing whatever. And yeah, you start coming across these tracks. Uh, so that, yeah, it is still a working uh, site because they're still uncovering things. Oh, I, yeah. I did, when did, did it say when it was when it opened? I want to say it's only about 15-ish years, something like that. It's not very no, long. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, that's pretty cool that they're still making all those discoveries. Yeah, so they're still finding stuff daily out there. So, and there's, there's like, uh, the Cent- uh, College of Eastern Utah CEU, which is in, um, is that like Richfield or somewhere like that? I don't remember. Um, but it's, uh, it's got, car- oh. huh? Oh, it's car- in Carbon County. Um, it has, uh, the museum in it that's got a whole bunch of displays of dinosaurs. 20 years. Oh, it 20 started years. in 2000. Yeah. Okay. 2000. There's the uh, Copper Ridge Dinosaur Trackway. Sorry, we're all flipping pages. Cause, uh, and that's that's outside Up of by Moab. Moab. Yeah. Um, it's got uh, three different kinds of dinosaur tracks, including raptors and s- large sour- sauropods. Sauropods? Sauropods. Um, and so that's you can go up a hike and see a bunch of that stuff. Um, BYU has a massive paleontology museum uh, on campus there. And, and it's, it's ab- free. It's absolutely free. You can go see it anytime you want. Um, and not a lot of people go visit it, so it's never, like, super busy. Um, but this, some of these are, are, are great things to take your kids to, too, because they're free. And what kid doesn't love giant fucking dinosaurs? Well, in this one, you can actually watch paleontologists work on the fossils, so mm-hmm. that would be a cool experience for kids. And they've got T-Rex, Triceratops, a giant sloth, a whole bunch of stuff there at the at the BYU Museum. There's uh, Red Fleet State Park. That's out by Vernal. And, uh, uh, it's pretty amazing these f- f- 
So how don't how do these footprints not wear down over time? It's like people hiking over them. Well, so that's the thing. Like they're they're so uh, the rock that they're in is not sandstone, uh, for one, right? So a lot of these a lot of these have come to the surface because of how the Rocky Mountains formed. And so, you know, they're just long time they've been embedded. And then the way the Rocky Mountains formed, they just jutted up in places uh, and and created these formations. And, you know, honestly, if you don't know what you're looking at, you could walk past a dinosaur track sometimes, like the yeah. one in the picture from, from this place. You might not think that was a dinosaur track. But when you start looking at it and you look around it, you're like, oh, yeah. It's the fucking footprint of a goddamn dinosaur. Like, the rock didn't form that way normally. I want to go to the museum in Blanding. How did Mormon Jesus make the tracks, I wonder? Um, he didn't. The dinosaur made Jesus the tracks. It was Jesus' dinosaur. More, dinosaur Jesus. So, Mormon Jesus, which was dinosaur Jesus during the dino period. <laughs> was this white Jesus? No. Well, because he just put the dinosaurs so already The dead. thing is, Earth had a dino period. Then dinosaur Jesus descended on the planet of Earth and was like, I don't like this. I'm building my own planet. I'm going to smush all the dinosaurs oh. together. He created the fossils. Dinosaur wow. Jesus then said, "Populate my planet." Wow. So, so that's how that's the, so the the tracks were taken with yeah. him. Well, maybe if you go to this museum in Blanding, and then dinosaur, and then dinosaur Jesus was like, "I don't want to fucking be the only dinosaur here, so I'm going to go up into space and become space Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> It all, it all makes it so clear now. And we have now lost every single Mormon that listens oh, to our show. <laughs> Maybe we just gained a whole plethora of you know, paleontologists. Though. You know who the best Mormons are, though, is the ones that can... The non-ones? <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that can hear something like that and laugh about it. Like my buddy John would just laugh at that and go, yeah, that's funny. Because they don't take themselves so seriously. But in Blanding, there's nothing else to do but going to the dinosaur uh, museum. Which is rad because they have skin imprints. And they also have a room that's dedicated to dinosaur movies throughout history. Like the original King Kong. Yeah. 1933 King Kong, by the way, kids. Yes. Uh, the Cleveland Lloyd Dinosaur Quarry. So this is the one that Jess was talking about yeah, earlier. This one is south of Price in um, Emory County. And this one's really cool because they have this like sweet 3D model of what uh, a like a dinosaur excavation actually looks like where you can actually like brush the sand off and stuff and actually see kind of how paleontologists do their work. It's really cool. Like out in the field, um, ha- not Indiana Jones. Not a- <laughs> so you break them all. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the Mill Canyon dinosaur interpretive trail as well. And that's just along the highway by Moab. So mm-hmm. they, there's a trail that has dinosaur bones, petrified wood, and information signs helping you locate them all. So basically, as you're walking along the trail and the rock faces that are along the trail, you'll see fucking petrified wood pieces or dinosaur I love stuff. petrified wood. It's so cool. I think it's awesome. Um, sometimes it's petrified turd and you think it's petrified wood. That's cool, too. <laughs> it's true. It actually is true. Uh, then there's the Natural History Museum of Salt Lake, which is really fun. That up cool. by the U, right? Yeah, yes. that's the one that's up by the U. Um, it's got a lot of stuff in it, but... The top floors, um, like the top floors are all Native American. Um, but because there's so much of it, um, that's dedicated to Utah. Floors. The entire, all the bottom floors are all about dinosaurs. 
And of course it's floors because many dinosaurs were quite tall. <laughs> um, so there's, there's our, there are tons and tons of fossils there. Another great place to go. In fact, if you've not been to like a natural history museum, it's really, even even at our age, pretty awe-inspiring when you go into one of those. They have a $5 night every week, so oh, there's not awesome. a reason not to go. No. I don't remember what day. It, I think it's Monday or Tuesday. What a remember. cheap Utah-centric way to go um, see something cool and do something. That'd be a good date night if you don't have a date. Um, you could apply to be the wife of the Mormon millionaire. The reason he's a millionaire is because he does cheap shit like go to $5 <laughs> night at the, at the museum. So there you go. Um What's the next one? So it's Poison Spider Dinosaur Tracks, which it doesn't say on this article where it's at, so I had to look it up really but quick. But I'm not going to anything called Poison Spider. I'm just pointing that it's out. Fine. Don't be scared. Um, <laughs> it's actually by a bunch of petroglyphs, too. It right? is. It's Yep, it's down by... It's near Moab. It's on Highway 279, also known as Potash Road. Pot, um, potash Road. No, it's Potash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Utah Field House uh, of Natural History. Uh, so that's the one in Vernal, right? Um, but it's actually a state park. Uh, so um, that's that's the one, the the Field House, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, <laughs> I like this, kids will love working on the geologist badge and working their way through the different dinosaur eras. You may need. A I must have missed that t-shirt. display when I was there. So it's probably the way it's it's set up so that it doesn't. You mean the kid move. in the stroller? Yeah. Is he just part of the display now? I think he crawled in and got eaten by one of the fossils. <laughs> My favorite dinosaur is at Disneyland because he has really short arms. <laughs> it makes you laugh every time. <laughs> There's the uh, Museum of Ancient Life at Thanksgiving Point, which is a cool. Which is awesome. That that is a really cool museum down there in Lehigh. It's one of the only things good. In the and this is, is one of the best in, displays in the entire world. So the, there's that. The one in Lehigh? Yep. At Thanksgiving Point? They have an erosion table, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, have, the erosion table is really cool. <laughs> they have all the interactive stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, the Eccles Dinosaur Park over in Ogden. Which I hear is kind of a joke. Somebody that I was with the other day was like making fun of it. I've never been there before. I've been there. It is kind of a joke. It's at the it mouth is. of so the like, Ogden Canyon, yeah, right? So like, like, there's some of the dinosaurs Sorry, that are p- painted like pink. Yeah, oh, it's no. Like hey, there's a pink dinosaur in Vernal too. With well, like house paint, but it's like, but it's 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 house like paint. giant metal and like it's, copper structures. It's like of, it's probably the cousin of the guy that made the Gilgal Gardens made this place. Maybe he did, uh, but like, he was like the slightly handicapped cousin. And all the dinosaurs are made out of like garbage and recycled things. It's like when you think of like dinosaurs can be art. When you think of like Midwest road trip roadside attraction, that's that's the Ogden, the Ogden one. And they do have a few little interactive things that you can do. And then inside, it's like seeing Paul Bunyan in Minnesota. Inside, they do have kind of some cool stuff. But yeah, the dinosaurs outside are kind of a joke. And then, like we said, the granddaddy of them all really is Dinosaur National Monument, and that's where you can see... That's when Vernal, that's what I saw, that big old wall. Yeah, they and build a building around this wall. And that's the wall that's got 70 yeah. visible dinosaur fossils in it, like different dinosaurs. I have issues with dating. With dating? Yeah. Like dating going on going dates with fossils. people or carbon dating? Oh. Carbon dating. What's your issue with carbon dating? Do they not buy you a good before. enough meal? Yeah. That's, I don't think yeah. we did. Did we talk about carbon dating know. and why Jess has an aversion to it? I don't. It's think. been a couple hey, of years since hey, I've been out there. Hey Bree, did we did we talk about uh, <laughs> Jess's aversion to carbon dating before on the show? It's been a couple of years. You're the official historian now of the show. 
<laughs> uh, so what's your aversion to carbon dating? I'm curious now. I, I don't how, remember. How does one choose that it's been 150 million years? I just, the carbon throw, tells you. You just throw, uh, throw a number out there. I, it's, it's not. It's science. Um, and I can explain it. No. Roughly. Like pretty, pretty easily. So. Science. Things, can you play that behind this? Science. Rules. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was thinking. Oh, Doyle rules. Science no, for rules. Bill Nye. Science rules. No. 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 Um, um, Let's talk about all the things that involve science. Weird science. Science. Song. Isn't that. Thomas isn't, Dolby is. Isn't that the. Science. She blinded me with science. Yes. That one? <laughs> oh, no. We'll, we'll just listen to the original Oingo Boingo song. Hey, I love it when, when you go to something on YouTube and it's actually just a, uh, just a survey thing. Oh, because then you don't the have to hear the video. So we'll just turn this down and play it in the background. Um, okay, so here's the thing with carbon dating. <laughs> so carbon dating is totally science. And now it's not exact, right? It's a rough estimate and it's it's gotten pretty good. Uh, but the way carbon dating works, I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this because it's pretty loud. Let me turn it down a little bit lower. There we go. Um, <laughs> so the way carbon dating works is uh, everything has a half-life, meaning um, like especially radioactive elements, uh, they are half as radioactive over a certain time frame. That's why the half-life exists. So it's how uh, drugs appear in your system. They have a half-life. And so your system processes methamphetamine. So they're radioactive drugged dinosaurs is what you're saying? So everything's radioactive, right? Everything, everything out there is radioactive. Yeah, she's very, I would not go near her. You're going to get poisoned. <laughs> but, uh, everything's roughly, everything's radioactive to different degrees. So carbon dating basically takes the radioactivity of carbon molecules, which is what life is made up of. So like coal and things like that. So it's not science, it's math. Um, it is, but science and math are they, they basically, best friends. They, they basically hook up They're like a lot. peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. <laughs> like you, this. You don't have one without the other unless you're weird. Um, but I shouldn't keep <laughs> playing this, by the way. solo. Yeah, 30 <laughs> seconds is probably good. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> uh, that was like a minute and a half. We're probably going to get nailed by the... By, Boingo Boingo is going to get us. Um, uh, they'll be here in two weeks. I'll oh, be nice. like, hey, sorry, guys. We used your song. Are they like super old now? No. So anyway, the way carbon dating <laughs> works, back to my lesson in carbon dating. They are it, carbon dated. <laughs> Boingo Boingo. <laughs> it's a rough estimation. They go, okay, well, this is the radioactivity level of these carbon molecules, which means at this level, they should be roughly this many millions of years old. So it's not exact. It's rough. Um, but when you're talking hundreds of millions, being off by a million years isn't a big deal. Um, so that's basically. And there are other things, too, that they use with that to get rough estimates, like how far down do you have to go in soil to hit certain things? And that will roughly, the further down you go, the older you go, basically. It's like tree rings. Yeah. So there's there's stuff like that. So it's not exact, um, but it is. Math science. <laughs> That's a new word. Math, math science. science. So math, math, math. math. I can't believe a child of mine is getting a degree in biology when I'm not good at math. Can she do math? No. She can do math. How's her grammar? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's actually not awful. Both of my girls <laughs> actually are pretty decent at writing essays because in private school, like. They, did a they had to do a but lot. But to be of fair, those. when both of the parents at the exact same time, unprompted and not looking at each other, go, eh. yeah, that's 
Yeah. I mean, I really don't think it's that bad because most of my communication with them is like texting, which it's as good. I try not to be a grammar. It's as good as any other average, like 21, 22 year old. No, I, I think that they do pretty well. Like I've read things that they've written and it's pretty (laughs) decent. I'm just going to make the same sound. Dude, Mm-hmm. You don't even need to go there because I've read the things that you've written and it's it's. <laughs> so someone at work, someone at work was like, "Oh, listen to that grammar," because they said something like I would normally say something, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't mind." I'm like, "That's how I talk all the time." My wife always busts me. She's how like, you "What? Speak. You ain't got none of that." What? That's how you speak. Of course, it's how I talk. You speak. <laughs> Were you gonna say something else, Jess? Nope. Okay. Are you sure? So that's it for this week's episode of the New Utah Podcast, episode 197. If you liked what you heard, give us a share. Uh, if you have a comment, you can feel free to reach out to us on Facebook at The New Utah Podcast or uh, Twitter and Instagram at TNU Podcast. I remembered something, guys. Preservation Utah just announced their home tour for the year, and it's going to be in April, April 25th, I believe. Where at? And they're doing the 9th and 9th in neighborhood. Oh, cool. Since we're talking about grandma, oh, and grandma. that's awesome because my grandparents used to have a house up there, so I've it would lived, be so I've cool. I've lived in a house there and been in several because I lived in a house. I've already seen them all. <laughs> Since I, I am the grammar person, don't end your, your sentences in at anymore. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they're doing the house that's kitty corner from the Smiths there. Do you want me to ask? Because the house that's kitty corner from the Smiths is absolutely beautiful, and it's like Victorian style, and I would kill to own that it's house. It's that one with the turret, huh? Yeah, and I would kill like the right in the corner, like the circular turret up the I'll top. Ask. And I would kill, and I I know it's been remodeled in the last twenty years, so I don't know if it's still in great shape. I watch actually in that house. I watched on a giant TV, Mike Tyson bite an ear off <laughs> on live TV. So and then school. because that my ex-husband was there when that happened. He was in the fight at no, the fight. He wasn't at the fight, but he was in Vegas when it happened. Oh. But, and then, so this he was is, at a rock concert. This was my introduction to a, adult film awards because after that happened, the adult <laughs> film awards were going on the same night. The AVNs are great. And we were all totally bummed that, uh, the fight was so fast because it was like the first round that he did it. So we switched over and I watched, I, I'll never forget this, a, a dude in like one of the, like basically like a T-Rex type, the T-Rex costumes that are like inflated things, but it was like a giant pig with a giant dick. And he was just chasing people around the stage on the adult video awards, the AVNs. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. It's a different time. I don't know what the category was. I thought it was entertaining. I was probably pretty blitzed at that point um it's clearly memorable let's be fair you think it was entertaining now (laughs) yeah that That would be great um (laughs) yeah i might uh, i would okay look i'm not like a home person i was actually really glad that we went to the one last year Mm because i thought those houses were fucking cool i would kill to live in a house like that with that much character as opposed to my uh track home in Kerr. Shut up ours has character I redid the bathroom. It's, I mean it does <laughs> look we, we've got but it's not like it looks the same as like 1200 of our closest neighbors. No because ours is ungodly pink. <laughs> no it is gross looking salmon I never it's describe not it salmon. as salmon. 
It's the ugly salmon. Co- I say salmon is is more peach than. I say it's the ugly salmon colored house, and no one mistakes okay, another house. Okay, just it. because you say ugly, <laughs> it's not because you say salmon. But if you uh, if you agree or disagree with me on the color of my home or wanting to live in a modern home, you could leave us a review and let us know because those are fun. Um, and if we get them, maybe at some point we'll decide to like read them or acknowledge you. Um, thanks again to Folk Hogan for our intro and outro music. I don't think we say that enough. Those guys are awesome and they're going to be busy as fuck the next two weeks. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's it. Oh, our, our website's thenewutah.com. I'm sure Jess will post links to all this. Uh, there are a million one things on there. Um, I think there's like a hundred and there's probably like a hundred and eighty or something. I'm not caught up yet. <laughs> there are a bunch I'm of working repeats. On it. There are a bunch of repeats, but there's I, I guarantee there's probably over a hundred uh, at least. Um, and those one things are things that our guests have told us that they couldn't live without in Utah. They couldn't bear to be without, um, that someone should do when they're in the state of Utah. And if you're ever bored looking for something to do, that's a great resource. So. Uh, that being said, uh, I think we're all going to pray to Dinosaur Jesus when we're done here. Amen. Yeah. Talk about the dino period. Which one? Dino Jesus. Dino, dinosaur Jesus. Yeah.